I'm Laurie Mallon, and this is the Results Without Restriction podcast, the show where results have nothing to do with weight and everything to do with setting and reaching health and fitness goals that focus on what we're achieving and not what we're losing. We'll talk about deprogramming from diet culture and get expert advice on reclaiming your relationship with food and movement. Join me on this journey to get results without restriction. Welcome, everyone. I am here with Becky Escobedo, who is a holistic health coach and a gut wellness practitioner. And she helps her clients to improve their digestion and gut health through diet, supplements, and lifestyle choices so that they can reduce inflammation, increase their energy, function better, feel great, and live their best life. Welcome, Becky. Hi, I'm happy to be here. I'm excited because I feel like gut health is one of these things that it's always been important, but I think more people are learning about it and there's just so much more um, research being done recently and we're learning so much more about how important it is. So I'm really excited for this episode so that we can really dive in and, and learn more about how to improve our gut health and, and the impact that it has on our overall health. So I'm pretty pumped. Me too. So I like to always just start with my guests, having them tell me, or t- sorry, having them tell us about their backstory and what brought them to where they are now and helping people and, and why they're in kind of the, the specialty area that they're in. Um, so why don't you tell us how you got into gut health? Yeah, so I was inspired to become a health coach and a gut wellness practitioner through my own uh, gut wellness journey. So several years ago, um, you know, I was going through a whole ton of chronic stress and my diet was less than ideal. Even though I loved vegetables and fruit, I wasn't getting enough and I was eating a lot of high carb food and having tons of teaspoons of sugar in my coffee every day. And, you know, also I'm Australian and I moved to America and there was a sudden increase in toxins um, that I had was exposed to through my food, my water and, and the environment. And then on top of all that, um, you know, went through pregnancy, which which was affecting my microbiome as my gut microbiome, as well as taking antibiotics, which basically wiped out all my good gut bacteria, um, leaving me prone to an overgrowth of bad bacteria. So all of those things, as well as some other factors, were um, really a perfect recipe for my declining gut health. And I didn't realize this. Um, you know, I, I just thought it was not to um, have bloating and and all of those sort of quote-unquote minor digestive issues. Uh, but, you know, the first signs of my unhealthy gut began as bloating, stomach cramps, constipation, um, and then things like fatigue, mood changes, and I was having really bad sugar cravings, especially at nighttime. <laughs> um you know, so then things ended up getting worse, worse and worse and worse. Um, you know, I ended up having stomach cramps every day, several times a day. Uh, and they ended up being really painful sometimes where I, I'd be in the middle of work and I'd have to stop for a minute. Um, but also I ended up having some such bad digestive issues that I could barely leave the house. I could barely function day to day. So I was scared to get into a car and drive and get on the freeway, and you know, for fear of not 
having access to a bathroom immediately. Um, I couldn't take my kids to the playground if there wasn't a bathroom there. Grocery shopping with two little tiny kids <laughs> was a nightmare. And then my social life went downhill. I was avoiding events and having people over. I knew that I really seriously needed to, uh, to visit a doctor about this. And so I went to the GI doctor and he diagnosed me with an inflammatory bowel disease called ulcerative colitis. He said my whole entire colon was really inflamed. And he said that mine was the worst case that he had ever seen. And then he proceeds to tell me that if, if it doesn't improve, I'd likely need surgery within a year. And yes, so I asked him, you know, what else could I do to support myself uh, so that I could improve? And he said food had nothing to do with it. And I know I've talked to a whole bunch of people who've heard the same exact thing from their doctor's ears. And he said, don't even worry about changing your diet. Uh, and then he gave me a book called ulcerative colitis for dummies. I'm not even kidding you. And he said, that's all that you need to know. Whatever's in that book. Don't even bother researching anything. Don't look on Dr. Google. And then he sent me off with a prescription drug, um, you know, and for me, I was actually excited about the medication because I thought that it was going to be the quick fix that I was looking for because I just so desperately wanted to improve my symptoms. I wanted to function in life and get back to enjoying my life with my family and my friends. And, um, you know, in the end, they, they helped a bit. Um, they did reduce the inflammation a bit, but they weren't targeting the root cause. And they came with short and long-term side effects that I really was not happy about at all. So I thought, you know what? there has to be some other ways if this is not working and apparently this is my only option i need to find out like what else is there out that that you know what's the science really um you know what's the science when it comes to gut health and i really wanted to understand the gut and the digestive system and how it all works and what i need what and and maybe find out like am i doing anything that's damaging the gut is there anything that i can do to improve my gut health. So I made it my mission to learn as much as I possibly could do to transform my own. And I'm telling you, couldn't believe the wealth of knowledge that I, I found out. There's so much science out there right now. Um, and, and it's just growing and growing like all the time. They're updating, um, you know. And so I found out so much that I just wanted to like, like scream it from the rooftops. And, and I, I started implementing some changes based on these, what I was learning. And, you know, I was, I was improving my, what I was eating and how I was eating. I was reducing my stress. I started implementing certain healthy habits and lifestyle changes. And, and I'm telling you, like, it was amazing to experience that gradual transformation of my health where you know gradually I was able to I mean function more in life and you know various symptoms improved I was not having any more pain or urgency I was not having to go to the bathroom like 20 times a day um, I had more energy I was happier 
like I didn't realize like I must have had like the blues before because suddenly like this veil lifted and oh this is the real Becky happy Becky this is me I didn't know that that would be one of the the perks of of these changes and and so suddenly I was able to go and you know function like go to the stores and take my kids places and enjoy hanging out with friends um, without without those limit limiting symptoms um, and I'm not telling you my health is perfect today I'm still on a journey but you know what's my priority is just being um, as healthy as I can be so I can live my best life. And so that's what's inspired me to help others with their journeys, to educate them, to help them learn how to prioritize um, what is more important, to help them learn what works for them because every single person is different um, with, with their own journey. They're all bio-individual. So... Um, and, you know, it's confusing. I know, like, which diet, which supplement, which protocol. And um, there really needs to be an holistic approach, a step-by-step approach. It needs to be a gradual transition into these changes so that they can be sustainable. Um, and so that's that's what inspired me to become a health coach and a gut wellness practitioner. Becky, I have to say I related to so much of your story. Um, I wasn't diagnosed with ulcerative colitis, but I did have IBS in my, I want to say most of my, like, through high school through high school in my 20s I would have stomach issues like my stomach was just and all the things you described I didn't have small kids but you know going places where was the bathroom like Mm -hmm. just the anxiety around you did not know when it was going to happen or what you were going to be doing or if you'd be able to enjoy yourself and because of that you could like never relax it's like all too common right now to where you know, people think it's normal to have these issues, even if it's just a bit of bloating and maybe some gas or maybe a, a little stomach cramp from time to time. And maybe they don't feel great in what they're wearing and they want to hang out with friends or they're embarrassed. But, um, you know, this this is not normal. It's just because it's common, it's not normal. To highlight the contrast when, you know, so that we know, like, how the gut should be and how we should feel when our gut is good. Um, you know, when when our gut is healthy, we feel our best. Our overall health and well-being is optimal. We have a strong immune system. We're less susceptible to disease. We function better. We have mental clarity. We're happier. We don't have um, as many mood swings and things, and, and we have more energy. And, you know, so, you know, the gut is really complex. It's, it starts at the mouth and it doesn't, you know, a lot of people think that the gut is just the stomach or the gut is just the intestines, but it actually starts at the mouth. And if you stretched it out all the way out, it would be as long as a telegraph pole, which is like 20 feet long. And there's a lot of digestive processes that happen all through there um, that, if they go wrong, can pose risks to our health in, in a whole and, and all kinds of things can happen. Um, so, you know, it houses our gut microbiome, which is like 
you know, if you were able to weigh the good and bad bacteria, which is our gut microbiome, that's like five pounds <laughs> of microbes, like five pounds. And so they are really, and they're really critical. We can't live without them. We have this symbiotic relationship with them. Let's talk a little bit about, like you said, it needs to be a holistic approach. And, and let's talk about the ways that your gut health can impact other areas of your wellness. What other areas does it, does it touch? One of its roles is to keep out toxins and bad bacteria and parasites and even food particles that we ingest out of our bloodstream and, you know, 70% of the immune system is like right there behind gut lining. It influences our mood and well-being. Serotonin is actually produced in the gut. In this gut-brain connection, our microbes actually uh, communicate with our brain. And, and so when we are stressed out or anxious, you know, that sends a message to our gut. And that's why we end up having stomach issues when we're stressed out. Um, and, and, you know, so stress can impact the gut. Poor gut health can also promote stress and depression and anxiety. Uh, so, you know, there are many reasons to, to ensure that the gut is healthy. So two of the biggest ways that the, cut, the gut can become unhealthy, which contributes to all sorts of inflammation and disease, is one, leaky gut, and two, dysbiosis. And so if, you know, the, the gut is actually the protective barrier between us and the outside world. And so especially the small intestine, if you flatten that out, that would be as big as a tennis court. So that's a lot of surface area. And if you imagine that tennis court, so to speak, as actually being made of like a mesh fabric that has the power to tighten right up and stop all the wrong things from getting into the bloodstream or it can loosen up and allow all the good things in like nutrients right but you know considering 70 percent of our immune system is located behind that gut layer and that's only one cell thick by the way if that gut barrier malfunctions meaning that it it can allow toxins and bad bacteria and food particles and more into the bloodstream and and there can be you know nutrient absorption issues too then this can lead to all sorts of health problems especially autoimmune disease and you know it's actually believe it or not not uncommon for this to happen and it can kind of be something that brews below the surface without people realizing because the symptoms aren't always obvious and usually by the time the symptoms are bad enough, it's been happening for a while. And dysbiosis is the other issue, big issue that can happen. And that's when our gut microbiome, which is like the good and the bad bacteria and microbes, uh, are out of balance in some way. So you can have an overgrowth of bad bacteria. You can uh, lack good bacteria. And you can also have poor bacterial diversity, meaning that you don't have enough of a variety of good bacteria. So you might have plenty of certain strains, but not enough of other ones that might be really important. And good bacteria plays a major role in our overall health. They 
you know, influence our immune system. They protect our gut lining. They communicate, like breaking down our undigested food, like fiber. But, you know, if we, if we don't deal with it and if we don't optimize our gut health, we can end up with inflammation that just gets worse and, and it can be anywhere in the body. And we can become susceptible to disease. So we know gut health is important, but not just for digestion. It sounds like it really does impact all these different systems in our bodies, like your immune system and your energy and just overall health, mental health as well. Mm-hmm. So when people come to you, um, when when potential clients come to you and they have questions about gut health, or maybe they don't even know that they, like, that's what they need help with. Um, what are some misconceptions um, that you have been faced with that people have brought to you about gut health? Unfortunately, there are just too many misconceptions out there. One of the things that, you know, I, I just see all too often, unfortunately, uh, out there in the community is that people think that there's a perfect protocol that everyone should adopt that that's like a combination of, you know, diet supplements and lifestyle. Right. And the truth is the same thing will not work for everyone. So something I always say, I always tell every one of my clients actually is that one man's food is another man's poison. We are all bioindividual. And so That means that our bodies are unique and what works for one person may not work for another. So what, you know, two people, even with the same exact condition, like two people with what I have uh, may have two different approaches to healing their gut that work for them. So, uh, you know, another, another misconception is that, you know, one particular change is enough to heal the gut. So I think that there are so many shiny objects out there, especially in the, you know, gut health arena, um, that it's a big hot topic right now. So, you know, probiotic companies and and like digestive enzyme companies, supplement companies, um, and, you know, people with who's who've like put together a certain diet, it's all a bunch of gimmicks. And they, they want to like, hold this shiny object out there and attract a lot of people to them and say, hey, this one product or this one change is all that you need to, like, deal with all of your issues with your gut. And that's just not the truth. It takes a holistic approach, meaning it takes multiple um, a, a, a holistic approaches, uh, you know, when you approach it from a whole body perspective where it's not just about nutrition and food it's also about stress and movement and uh improving your mental wellness and having a social life and having fun and that kind of thing so it it does take a holistic approach what you're saying is not only is it just not one thing that's going to fix it's going to it's going to be a variety of things and that variety of things is not going to be the same for every single person even with the same condition does that, so is there going to be some trial and error as you kind of fiddle with different areas and and you try to like figure out what works for that individual exactly exactly i mean the gi tract is complex and and it does take trial and error that is the truth absolutely um you know and, and people don't want to hear that 
but there is, um, you know, I'm sorry, my friend, but there's just not a quick fix. And we can't put all our eggs in one basket with one particular diet or one particular supplement and think everything's going to be better. Because if you think about, you know, if, if you were able to go inside your GI tract and, and literally know exactly what dysfunction is happening, where is that dysfunction how is that impacting you? What kind of imbalances are stemming from that? Then you would you would think, okay, what what all needs to be done? And it's gonna take more than just one thing. So let's kind of dive in a little bit to your the the process that you use with your clients. So when a client comes to you, and so how do you know that what they're coming to you for, the symptoms that they're experiencing? are related to gut health? And then what does that process look like to move forward and to, to find the solution or to find that that combination of strategies that's gonna help them improve their condition? We have a call where we, we really, I, I basically just learn as much as I can about that individual um, and what led to their issues, what sort of issues they have, what are their needs, what, are, what sort of results are they looking for? So prior to the call, I always have uh, people fill out a survey where it just gives me a really good in-depth idea of what issues they have um, and you know what may what connections there may be to the from those issues to to um, you know maybe certain factors that may have contributed to the development of those issues and so it, it's important to kind of get an idea of not just what the person is going through uh, because symptoms are really just messages from our body telling us something's wrong, but also to learn what sort of factors may have contributed to that. Um, in, and in that way, we have more of a sense of, okay, this, this may actually be gut health related. Um, and, you know, but the truth is that pretty much anybody who uh, anybody could do with optimizing their gut health, you know? Um, and so they don't really need to be having a whole lot of digestive issues uh, to be able to benefit from some kind of program that, because that for gut health, because, you know, really optimizing your gut health uh, optimizes your overall health. Uh, and so somebody might even come to me with, sort of they they might just have low energy and maybe sometimes they're depressed maybe they only have a little bit of bloating so their digestive issues aren't really standing out a lot but they could definitely benefit from you know working on improving their gut health so part two is what does it look like when somebody is working with you how what's the process that you go through to identify what tweaks and changes need to be made to their lifestyle in general, like their nutrition or their habits and things like that? Like, how do you know where to start with them in, in terms of giving them a protocol? I have three different programs, um, depending on the client's needs and what they're looking for. And they don't all get a protocol with each of the programs. More, okay. The protocol is more for the six month one, into deep dive, if they've kind of got moderate digestive issues. But for the three-month one, it's called a gut makeover and they they can co-create their 
personalized wellness plan with me. Um, but there's definitely sort of a structure to where they learn about certain foundations of gut healing, if that makes sense. And so even yeah. though we've got a structure, we've got those foundations in, how they go about it is up to them. Like it's not going to be the same diet. Um, they need to be in tune with their body um, and, you know, that kind of thing. So, so so when somebody comes to you, how do you know what path to take with them? Like if I come to you, how do you know if I need the six-month, three-month or just kind of like a light, you know, gut health light, like just an optimization and a little bit of like a tweak? So I offer a few different programs depending on what the client's needs are and what they're ready to do really um, because they really need to be ready and they need to be invested, you know. So some people just want to kind of dip their toes in a little bit and just kind of see, you know, before they invest in something more long-term like a three-month or six-month program, they might simply just want to see if they can even handle a few of the lifestyle changes and, and you know, do a little thing. So, um I offer a 30-day gut health reboot. It's basically just a jumpstart for people to um, get going and get some momentum on their gut wellness journey. And people can do it, um, you know, as an individual, like one-on-one with me if they want to, or they they could do it as a group. Like they could invite their friend, you know, along. Um, it's up to them. Uh, but, the, you know, that, that could really benefit people if they are, sort of, you know, experiencing things like they they bloated, they're tired, they have brain fog, they have a little sensitive tummy or some food sensitivities, and they just kind of generally want to kickstart their health and, uh, you know, just gain more energy uh, and and reduce some of those symptoms. So, um, you know, we work on things like being able to plan and prepare nutritious gut-friendly recipes, um, we work on reducing stress to promote gut health because that's so key. Um, you you could eat like the perfect, perfect diet for your body for gut health. And if you're stressed, you are not gonna you are not gonna heal your gut. <laughs> and you're only going to kind of have a negative impact on your microbiome. Uh, we incorporate probiotic and gut healing foods. We work on optimizing digestion. And it's sort of like a gentle detox that's just very natural. Um, And so, you know, people get 30 days uh, worth of support from me um, and they get some meal plans for inspiration if they need a little more structure um, and grocery lists and things like that. Um, But they can tweak it in a way that works for them as well. There's also a three-month gut makeover for those who you know, really know that they need to make some good lifestyle changes and they really they really want to optimise their, their digestive health. They're serious now, right? So um, then I have a six-month gut transformation. This is really similar to the three-month, but for the first part of the program, it includes an elimination diet uh, so that they can really get to know their food sensitivities uh, and intolerances and, um, you know, deep dive into 
um, gut healing. The six-month program is really for people who need to pay more attention to gut healing specifically uh, for whatever reason they have. Maybe they have a digestive disorder or maybe they need to work on gut health because they're trying to um, improve their health, you know, due to like an autoimmune disease of some kind. They know that they need to improve their gut health if they have an autoimmune disease. So there, with this program, there is optional gut microbiome testing that I offer. There's uh, also food sensitivity testing and once again, supplementation. Um, and, you know, so I, I, I really find this one is, is best for those who are absolutely ready. They're ready to heal their gut, like have a and really um, take time to focus on all of the things that it takes to heal the gut. So your programs don't just vary in length, they vary in, in depth as well. So as much as they're willing to commit in, in time and in, in putting the effort into ch to making actual lifestyle changes and really just change how they, how they live in order to see these, these gut health effects. Exactly. So can you share with us any um, stories or case studies where they started and then where they were after they worked with you to give us an idea of like the transformation that's, that's possible? I have had some success with one girl who was, um, she, she worked on improving her microbiome and she had like this eczema she had on her finger for like a whole entire year and she was about to become a nurse and she couldn't like wash her hands like obsessively with that eczema irritation like it was cracked and burning oh and everything and it cleared up it, it all cleared up and now she's uh, finished her nurse training and she's gonna she's inspired now because of our experience so some improvements that people may experience can include things like increased energy and better mental clarity, reduced digestive issues, improved mood and general sense of well-being, reduced inflammation. So that can mean, you know, if, if a person had sore joints, um, reduced pain in their joints or pain in general, um, better, you know, skin. So if they have inflammation on the skin, um, you know, but other things like, you know, just being more in tune with their body and being their own health advocate, knowing that they have the power to change things and learn what their body needs um, because it's it's going to be a lifelong wellness journey. Uh, also, you know, I, I have a passion in, um, you know, even though people might need to alter their diet uh, depending on, on their healing needs, I really have a passion in making sure that they they don't feel so restricted, that there are going to be recipes that they fall in love with that are healthy and so that once they're finished with me, they can at least go off. And also just knowing how to meal plan can be a huge step in the right direction for some people because it can get overwhelming. And, you know, how to plan meals, you have to fit that around your lifestyle. So this is where uh, we really work on 
you know, making sure that these food changes as well as lifestyle changes can fit into their life and can be sustainable and the momentum can continue even after we finish working together. It sounds like part of this journey is finding out not only like things about their lifestyle that they need to change, but identifying foods that can kind of trigger their issues, right? So one of the the gifts that you have for the listeners is a, a pantry and a fridge makeover cheat sheet, which kind of, which helps them identify things that they may have on hand that contain foods that can be um, inflammatory or trigger um, episodes or issues for people who are sensitive to them. Can you tell us a little bit about the cheat sheet that you're going to give us? Yeah, sure. So I wanted to provide this cheat sheet for people because I know it's really not easy to transition your diet when you, you know, you need to avoid sort of a multitude of things. And so I I wanted to provide sort of products and ideas for people that they would just be go-to, um, that they could even order online. Like I've included the online links to these products and they're, you know, gluten-free, refined sugar-free, wheat-free, corn-free, soy-free. And I really believe that we should, we should not feel restricted, even though maybe we have to make those important changes for our gut health. And I know what it's like to be at the very beginning of your wellness journey. You know, when I was at the beginning, I remember looking into my pantry and my fridge and being like, oh my gosh, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to eat? How am I supposed to feed my family? You know, and and like what exactly should, you know, what ingredients should I be aware of and eliminate and what things should I have? Um, what's okay? I, I, you know, I really, I mean, I was facing possible surgery, so I was really desperate, right? And, I, and it's confusing and overwhelming. It's hard to know what to do. And I remember just wishing that there was somebody out there that could just like hand me something I could at least start with, something to work with um, that would, you know, be like serving as the, the foundational kinds of products for my pantry. And then I could tweak it from there. Um, so, you know, this cheat sheet, it has a whole array of the most common pantry and fridge items that people would want to shop for. Uh, and it has the links to, or, you know, a whole bunch of those. I mean, there's, you know, options for flowers and like baking goods and, you know, what, what sauces and condiments and spreads and, you know, all the basics. So you don't have to go and research. You don't have to rummage through the internet. This is like a go-to it's nice because I, when I was having my stomach issues, I ended up going vegan. Just coincidentally, I, I had really just turned to intuitive eating and started listening to my body and identifying when foods felt good and when they didn't. And I realized animal products did not feel good. Um, and mm. somehow, you know, coincidence, psychic phenomena, you decide my stomach issues basically all but disappeared when I stopped eating dairy. So for me, that was a game changer, but something like, but this was back 
I don't know, two, 2008, I think. And there was there were resources online, but I really had to dig. And it wasn't like it is now where everything has labels where it's like no dairy and dairy-free. And the, the sheer number of dairy-free options that we have today were just not around. We had like rice cheese or something. And we had like, oh, we, had gross, we had gross stuff. But it's so much better <laughs> now. And, and having this list and you put the links on here and everything. So we can just click mm-hmm. through, order, boom it's right here. because you know i think one of the issues that makes it really hard to sustain these lifestyle changes is like suddenly people think oh my gosh i have to like make everything from scratch and sometimes you know that's just not realistic you know you've got a, you've got a life you've got kids or you've got work or uh, your volunteer work or whatever you you have um you or don't you just have hate, the time or you just hate cooking and you're like i don't yeah. want to do that like i want this to be right. easy <laughs> Or you're lazy or you're like me and you're like, you're just lazy and you're like, no, make this as easy as possible, please. (laughs) But exactly. And I I think, you know, a lot of people have fatigue. I mean, that's why they come to me half the time. Mm -hmm. So if they're that fatigued, it's hard to start off like this. So it's good to have some go-to, you know, things they can, they can use. That's really helpful. Thank you for sharing that with us, Becky. And that's going to be in the show notes for anybody who wants to grab it. Becky, let's talk about how will we know when it's really time to like ask for help with gut health? Truthfully, anybody can work on their gut health. Um, As I said earlier, optimizing gut health is optimizing overall health. And so anybody, anybody may just want to be, you know, more energetic and, and uh, increase their longevity and their well-being in life. But um, definitely there are some signs and symptoms to look out for that could potentially be connected to some imbalance or dysfunction in the gut. And it's really important to address it if, if this is going on. So, you know, this can show up as anything from like all kinds of digestive issues or non-digestive issues. And some digestive issues to look out for include, but uh, it's not a a comprehensive list really, Um, excessive gas and belching, bloating, acid reflux or heartburn, nausea, stomach cramps, constipation, diarrhea, food sensitivities and nutrient deficiencies. Um, But, you know, I think one of the myths is that, you know, also, we, we were talking earlier, but one one big myth that I forgot to mention is that, you know, there are a lot of symptoms that could indicate poor gut health that are not exactly directly related to digestion. And these can include things like fatigue, depression, anxiety, mood changes, skin issues, brain fog or poor memory, sleep issues, food cravings sore joints, um, and the list just goes on. So, um, you know, of course, these can be related to some other diagnosed issue, but the body is a, is a system full of systems that are all interconnected. And so when one thing is dysfunctioning in the body, so can others. So, and, and you know, it can also be a sign when there is disease existing. It can be a sign that maybe we need to look at the gut and 
at, at least cross that off our list. Wonderful. So that's really helpful to know. So Becky, this has been great. And I think that our listeners are going to get a lot of really good information out of everything that you've shared with us today. I'd like to get your top three tips for boosting gut health as we wrap up. I'll stick to three. There's like way too many things, but I had to narrow it down. Uh, So number one, the very, 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 very first thing that you can do would be to eat a variety of whole foods preferably organic because you really you know there's a lot of chemicals on our food even our healthy produce that either feed good bacteria or promote help a leaky gut so you want to and you want to be able to um you know with the variety of whole foods and and produce you want to be able to feed good bacteria you know they say eat the rainbow and so if you think about that, you're you're actually feeding a whole variety of microbes if you eat the rainbow. If you know, you could eat the same exact meal every day that's healthy, and you would not be feeding a whole variety of my, good microbes. You would not be promoting diversity. So I would suggest half a plate of veggies and make sure that, you know, if you're having meat. Uh, that it's antibiotic and hormone-free, pasture-raised and grass-fed and preferably organic. Um, And that includes eggs too. Wild-caught seafood, gluten-free whole grains, legumes if tolerated. Make sure there's healthy fats with every meal. You can do nuts and seeds if tolerated or avocados um, or non-inflammatory oils such as avocado oil, coconut oil, ghee. Got it. We'll check uh, out the, we'll check out the list for more specific um, food recommendations or, or product recommendations there. Definitely. The second tip is to really uh, work on improving your microbiome by taking either probiotics in supplement form, or in food form. Invest in a good quality probiotic and then also, you know, eat a variety of probiotic fermented foods such as sauerkraut, homemade fermented vegetables, probiotic pickles, uh, pickled cucumbers. Um, I've made those. They're delicious. Uh, Kefir, um, and you can have like dairy or coconut milk or water kefir. And, you know, dairy kefir actually is almost lactose-free it's like 98% lactose-free but it does contain casein which can agitate people so I just wanted to mention that and the third tip is to optimize digestion because when we're not properly breaking down our food and optimizing the digestibility of that food we do not absorb the nutrients effectively but we also can feed the bad bugs down the track, believe it or not. And that can stir up even more inflammation, promote leaky gut and contribute to dysbiosis. So ways to optimize digestion. Of course, you know, people might've heard that there's supplements such as hydrochloric acid or HCL or digestive enzymes. Um, Be sure to go to your doctor first if you ever want to take a supplement because there may be contraindications with medications and so on. So a thing that people can do for free to optimize digestion is to avoid eating when stressed or on the go. I cannot stress that enough because you can eat the perfect meal. But, you know, I think I mentioned it already, but if you are stressed, 
you are simply not going to digest that food right and you're not going to absorb those nutrients and you're going to promote an unhealthy gut. Stress has a huge impact on digestion. Literally, if we're in a stressed state, our digestion shuts down. So a simple thing that I suggest for people to do before every meal is make sure that you are promoting salivation by looking at the meal, thinking about it, get hungry, you know, <laughs> because it all actually digestion starts in the mind. It triggers salivation. But then also deep breathe. Don't eat right away. Take time to take some deep, slow breaths and breathing out as long as you can. So I always say breathe in for four seconds, pause for four seconds, breathe out for eight seconds, pause for four seconds and make sure it's kind of like a French press in your rate of breath. But some other things you can do to improve your stress or help reduce stress before you eat can be yoga, meditation, laughter is a big one, believe it or not, and fun and singing. You can go on a nature walk and, you know, really also getting good sleep and make sure that when you're eating, you're sitting, you're not standing because when you're standing, you're telling your body you're not ready to digest food. So it will not produce those digestive fluids um, effectively. And um, chew, chew, chew. Oh, my gosh. Chew. <laughs> chew, chew, chew. It's so important to chew your food. And I mean to a point where it's like you feel like you've chewed too much. Like it's even, it can be uncomfortable to get into that practice in the beginning but you need to chew for like 20 to 30 seconds each bite. Make sure it's not a huge bite. It's like medium, even small if you have to. And just like really focus on tasting everything and make sure it's like completely pureed before you swallow it. So eat slowly. And then the, and then the last thing to optimize digestion is to eat until 80% full. Because if you can imagine like when you're using a blender, you don't feel it right up to the top. You know it's just not going to slush around the same way. It's not going to break everything up very well. So your stomach is the same way. You want to make sure that it's only 80% full. These are great tips. And I think that, you know, even if you're not aware of having any digestive or, or gut issues, these are still going to help you and they're still going to help optimize your gut health. Becky, this has been amazing. And I'm going to put all your information in the show notes where, where our listeners can connect with you on social media. I'm going to put the link for your um, pantry cheat sheet. And this has been great. Thank you so much for spending this time with us today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening. And if you liked this episode, go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next episode is live. Check out our show notes for this episode where you can find any of the links and resources that were mentioned during the show and connect with a health and wellness provider committed to helping you ditch diets and achieve results without restriction. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you in the next episode. Oh,